The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. Broadcasting from on location in Burbank, California, this is the Knapsack Files. I'm Ken Knapsack. Welcome to the podcast feed where I bring in the wonderful and interesting people in the world that I uh, exist in and introduce them to you and this one's been uh this one's been long in the making in fact the last couple have been long in the making and that's what this month is about it's about getting finally buckling down and bringing in the people that i've wanted to talk to for a while and this young man he's an upstanding young gentleman um you guys know him you love him uh he has many names but today it's Christian Ruvacabla. Oh, yeah. You know, every time you say it and you say it right, you're one of the only people that actually say the name I'm, right. Am, I, I, I'm not the best at Spanish pronunciations. Neither am I, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm <laughs> and Spanish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I did have a guy, uh, Javier Ruvacabla, ah. and his brother Eduardo Ruvacabla that worked mm-hmm. for me. So ah. Was it Ruvacabla or Rubacalva? Ruva, just like you. Ru- okay. Ruvacalva. Because okay. there's Ruvacalva. another another yeah. way of spelling it that I knew. Another dude in, like, in high school or, no, middle <laughs> yeah. school, and it was always like, ugh. He spelled that way. Is that yeah. where Cobster came from? What? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because when I, I played baseball pretty much all my life, well, and then by that's the where time, nicknames come from. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a total baseball kind of nickname. But it was. Oh, it was also. <laughs> it, it was also because we all call each other by our last names. Yeah. And no one wanted to say my name, my last name, because Rubicaba. it was just it was just such a tongue twister. Yeah. So it it became like Rubacaba. So Cobby. Cobster, cobblestone, corner of the cob. <laughs> the only thing that um, our head coach he ever did that yeah. I ever liked. So yeah, yeah. well, it stuck, mm-hmm. and that became that's when I first met you. That was your that was kind of your branding, right? Yeah, yeah, because I started my my own YouTube channel because there's a little channel out there called Schmoes Know that kind yeah. of uh, inspired me a little bit to start my own stuff, and that's- then. Yeah. That's I want to. That's where I want to start. Uh, you're 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 a younger man than I, but uh, this isn't about that. You've got you got some uh, good work record on, under your belt already. But you, I want to talk as an old guy to a young guy, and I'm not that old, and you're not that young. I, I've got an old soul. You've I got think an I do old got an old soul. soul. Yeah. Um, growing up in this age of digital media and careers, because you you've come along at the right time, mm-hmm. where I feel, and a lot of uh, the the guys say in the writers' room with Riley Makuga and mm-hmm. myself, we kind of feel like, hey, we're great, we're doing good, we love where we're at. But man, if this had started ten years earlier, yeah, we'd be mm-hmm. farther along. Talk, how do you feel growing up in this digital age? It, it's a little bit of the same because I I feel like when I started my own stuff on YouTube, I it, yeah. it even felt a little too late. Like I really? should have done it years and years before because yeah. I've always had that lingering over me. I've always wanted to do something entertaining, like to right. entertain people because I that's what I like to do. I, I was a class clown, like a lot of people. Okay. I wasn't the most popular class clown, and, yeah. nor the the funniest really. But I just you know I was goofy and I and I like to you know make people smile and right. entertain them. So sweet. Did you always? I know you you have a filmmaking side of you. Yes. Yeah. Where, how, how did it? I guess going back to the digital media question, so how did all your, your hopes and dreams kind of filter into this world, and where are you going to go from here with that? I thing? guess it started when I just started the channel itself, and I got into editing, and that's where right. I really got passionate about movie making and, mm. and just the film industry in general, because before I was just a casual watcher. You know, I, I my grandpa, he, he touched... You know, showed me a lot of sci-fi movies, mm. whether it was Star Wars or like Starship Troopers or anything like that. And classics. I kind of classics, deep classics. And I and I kind of fell in love with that genre. Right. And then it wasn't until like I'd never looked up forums or news sites or anything until I think when I saw Iron Man. And then yeah. there was like a post-credit scene for that, and I was like, oh wow, cool. And then I just wanted to look up 
information right. about it, and I was like, oh, there's this whole world of, you yeah. know, there's this whole industry where people are just talking about movies all day long and reporting stories. And so that all combined together, and I just kind of fell in love with all of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it wasn't until I met all these great people that we work with today yeah. that I was able to finally put that kind of creative process hiding behind there and just, you know, together. let it shine. And so you talk about Iron Man being one of the first ones, and that's only, what, 2008? Yeah. And mm-hmm. in terms of in just time, mm-hmm. that's not that long ago. No. Nine years we're looking uh-huh. at now, but... What a different world. It is. Because before that, it was I was a big book reader. Yeah. And I loved telling stories because mm. uh, growing up, I, you know, I read a lot. I read a lot of cheesy, like, you know, like there's this Captain Underpants movie. Like, I read stuff like that. I read <laughs> these treehouse books where these yeah. two kids, um, they found this treehouse and they go, they time travel to different parts uh, like di- the, the the dinosaur times, time and medieval into treehouse. Yeah, okay. yeah. And I read all these different and interesting books, and I got really fascinating. And I started writing my own stuff. Yeah. And this was like like maybe third or fourth grade, and I fell in yeah. love with just writing in general. It was obviously never good, but I just the sure. fact that I could just write something down. I remember having so many short stories, and then it stopped for a while. Right. And then when I went to high school. I went to a Catholic school, and uh, this is where I started to learn a lot about religion. Is that we where a lot of your anger comes from? <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely, one hundred percent. There was a, I couldn't. I, I had to wear uniforms, and yeah, I, did, yeah, I yeah. didn't like that. I didn't like shorts. I had to shave all the time. You had shorts? Oh yeah, little yeah. Angus Young ACDC school mm-hmm. shorts. Short uh, uh, shirts tucked in. Um, oh wow! Could not carry my backpack anywhere. It was a senior privilege to have your backpack. Well, it should be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, I guess all that sort of built in, but. When I started learning about all these stories mm-hmm. in the Bible, yeah. I, it really fascinated me. And that yeah. kind of jump-started me into writing again because I just I learned about all these stories and I wanted to tell my own. And so I ended up reading more in, in high school as opposed to studying or doing my homework and writing my own stories. And yeah. so, yeah. I, you know, but I, I, we're not, on, we're not uh, that unlike mm-hmm. uh, as I struggle through words and sentences on this hungover Sunday. Um, because I was, uh, I was a very smart student and, and you know, you're a smart guy too. Uh, put in all these honors classes early on. Mm-hmm. We're talking third, fourth grade. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. Couldn't care yeah. less about mm-hmm. it because I wanted to write my own little comic books. I yeah. wanted. I got bored with all that stuff. Yeah, I. It was, I mean, you know, who who wants to learn about uh, calculus? You know, who right. wants who's going to be using calculus unless you're a huge math nerd or you're going right. to be actually using it for something later on? Because I, I didn't know what I wanted to do in high school. You know, I was playing baseball at the mm-hmm. time. I was trying to write these stories. That was my only like creative process. Like my whole life was just school and sports. Yeah, and I didn't feel like I had any other time to do anything else until. I stopped playing ba- baseball um, my senior year. I mean, I, I yeah. went through my senior year, and that was it. And then I entered college, and I found all this free time. Yeah. I obviously had to get a job because I needed to pay for college because it was just— Well, good. You're hardworking. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I try. I try my best. But yeah. it, it's funny because my high school ended up being a lot more expensive than my actual college was. Well, for all those uniforms. Yeah, for all those uniforms, yeah. yeah. You didn't go to, uh, like, a uh, Catholic college, right? No, no. no, no. I you, went to you, Cal State Long Beach. Struck out to the real world. Yeah, though. yeah. yeah, yeah. To, so you played baseball for the— for the Catholics, it did. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Saint Marie Popes, Saint John Bosco, Saint John Bosco, <laughs> the Braves. Yeah, they called us Jags because uh, we're, we're just we're just other guys, just other guys. Even though that a lot of people were treated very special. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. What position fun. you play? Catcher. Right. I was a catcher. Yeah. Right. Which it's a leading question because I knew that, but I wanted the public to know that yeah. you and I share 
the love of the best position in baseball. Oh, it, there is no one more commanding than the actual catcher himself. Uh, I mean, you got catchers, shortstop, and center field. Those yeah. are your, your main ones. Those are your leaders. Yeah, but um, you're in control of everything. You're making the shifts. You're calling the plays. So. You're the only person who touches the ball or has the ball at you at every play. Yeah. Do you think that helped you uh, later on in life being a producer? I th- <laughs> a little bit. I mean, because uh, I... I was like, like I, I was always a very hard worker. Yeah. You know, even in high school, I, I don't think I consider myself an incredibly smart person. I always yeah. did my homework. I always just got by. I never got any D's or F's or anything. So that was, you know, that that's, was just my a win. As long as I always just got by, yeah. and it was kind of the same thing with baseball because I'm a, I'm a small dude. Yeah. I, uh, I I'm I'm not the fastest person in the world, but right. I could keep running. I could just keep going. I have you that just, stamina. I'll I just, just get there. Yeah, I'll just get there. You'll drop off and die. Exactly. Really... And uh, you know, I didn't have the strongest legs i didn't have the strongest arm but yeah. every time that you know i had to uh, put in a situation to you know show the coaches that i can do it i did, did. i did it yeah. yeah that's well that's similar to what you do here mm-hmm. yeah it's, yeah it is it is you grind it out you're hard working you, you toss a bat every now and then yeah. but you get it done mm-hmm. um going back to so you're establishing who who you are who you want to be in this mm-hmm. in this youtube channel starts did you did you at the time think I'm going to go all the way. I'm going to be a reviewer. And you look at your idols like the Schmoes and those guys. Mm-hmm. And, and then I also want to ask you about watching the Schmoes as a fan early on. But what did you have any goals? You're just like, this is, this is the thing to do. I think it was a little bit of, a little bit of both because mm-hmm. when I started doing it, it was, my, it, was, it was like my time to shine. Right. I remember like re- editing that very first review, and it was horrible because sure. I, I, edit, it was like, I did like 10 different takes. I edited like 10 different videos, and I'm like, right. which one do I like? I don't like any of these because I was just so – because I'm a big head case. I'm <laughs> always – always in my head and i just i didn't know what i wanted to do with it i just always told people like i want to talk about this i want to reflect on these movies and tell people what i feel about it because i think i can say something about them and you know seeing all these guys review movies and how casual it could be i it was just something Uh, casual look casual yeah yeah, yeah. it looked obviously Yeah. yeah and um yeah i just i i wanted to let my voice be heard because i was i think i was tired of just being the only one coming out of a movie and babbling on, and really? all my friends are just kind of like, yeah, yeah, sure, cool, sure, cool, let's go get something to eat, you know. And, and like, it wasn't anything where that shot, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I wanted to dissect it a little bit, whereas they're like, oh, I didn't really think about that. Cool. What are you, what are you getting from uh, Buffalo Wild Wings? <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. So yeah, it, it was a little bit of a downer, like seeing a movie and not being able to. You know, have a back and forth with someone. Yeah. So I found that with a camera, with and a camera, just... and, and, and YouTube, and a community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you say you're in your head, mm-hmm. what kind of in your head does that mean? Are you do you have self doubt, anxiety? I think a, a little bit of anger. All of... What do you get? Oh, it's definitely anger. We tease you about your your, yeah. your Latin fire, but but <laughs> is that what you got? Because you don't you don't strike me as a depression based person like I do. It isn't. It, I mean, it's a little bit of that. Like I think uh, there was a. Uh, pretty dark time in college that i went through sure. that I, it, I you know did the whole therapy thing cool. I, I tried oh, okay. it out i you know it was very hard for me to do it it, mm-hmm. it was a thing that the school you know provided for us you know so if we long needed. beach cal state long yeah beach. gotcha mm-hmm. gotcha and and it was really great and i was kind of going through some relationship stuff uh with mm. with my ex that i needed to just kind of reflect on and some family issues and nothing mm. nothing major and it's kind of, and i've moved past it all right but um i've always just doubted myself on everything that I did, whether it's, you know, playing baseball, because baseball, it was a huge thing. It, right. it always, you know, it'd always be my time to shine. It always, right. and, and I would, 
be talking. It's it's literally Bull Durham. It's just come on, yeah, meat, yeah. get out of your head, get out of your head, meat. Yeah. It was always that. <laughs> And that kind of carried over with me in like everything that I did. Yeah. And even till this day, it kind of still haunts me. So, so how do you plan to attack that? Because you've got a long road ahead of you, yeah. hopefully with a nice career. And that can sidetrack people if you're in your head. Yeah. I think part of it is not necessarily setting it aside, mm-hmm. but you know, what I do like here i'm i'm constantly going i'm constantly working i don't right. like to just have a computer in front of me and not do anything yeah. and i kind of just keep myself preoccupied uh and don't, by, give, don't give yourself room to doubt yeah i i think i think maybe just shut it out entirely like just mm-hmm. try to just get it out of there because mm-hmm. um you know part of me is you know i i, I always want to go back and seek help and 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 talk to somebody yeah uh, but also it's like it's even the doubt is coming into there it's like you know, does it does it hurt me as a person for doing so, or right. or should I should I just you know ante up and just do it? Now you have a you have a you have a good family, uh, you know, outside looking in. I'm, I'm, I mean, grandmother, mm-hmm. father, everything. So, mm-hmm. you, you, did they raise you to be able to talk about this stuff? Or I think I like I never talked to them about it. Right. I because I didn't want them to think that it had anything to do with them because I think right. it was just me. Right. And, you know, I because I, I, I obviously I love my parents and, you know, they worked mm. really hard to mm. get where they are today and to get where me and my other brothers are today. Yeah. And, you know, they had me at a very young age. They, I was going to say, your parents are like two years older than me. Right? <laughs> my dad is, I think, 45. And my mom. No, I'm sorry. Um, my mom is 45. and My dad's like 43. So they that's, had that's two years older <laughs> than me. They, they had me very. And my mom was, uh, I think, 20. and My dad was 18. Oh, that's great. Though. Yeah, that's great. So, you know, I, I, I can never like I mean, I joke with them all the time. You yeah. know, if I do something stupid, I was like, well, this is you guys wanted me. So <laughs> but but, you know, they 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 really did work hard. I mean, it was a different time. Yeah. Too. Everyone sure, was having sure. kids at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's just interesting how mm-hmm. things kind of progress over life and, you know, yeah. how different we become. Yeah. 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 You've got you've you've gone come far and got a long way to go man yeah it's a long way to go long sometimes way. i don't i don't want to go i sometimes i just want to uh, just it's just drive off into the ocean yeah what do you want to do? <laughs> yeah. do i worry about you now 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 me and uncle mark ellis need to take you out for more lunches here <laughs> this is uh no i mean it's just it's you're I a don't, very intense young man is, it, is yeah. that is that accurate to say i am very yeah because i'm i'm very sensitive as yeah. well i take everything that i do very seriously but oh, i also boy. and you work with the schmoes yeah yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's kind of the like the biggest contradiction about me is that mm-hmm. I I do take everything seriously, but I'm also a big jokester, or at least I try yeah. to be. You know, I like to try to have fun and poke fun. And sometimes, you know, it's it's that situation where if I'm poking fun at somebody and I don't know if I'm taking it too far, and then eventually yeah. it comes back on me and I get really upset about it. Sure, I guess uh, what they call butt hurt is, is, is the is the, is the <laughs> is phrase it, that is I the that scientific I, term. Yeah, it's, it's what I heard a lot <laughs> growing up, and you know, sometimes you know, like I want to say something, I'm like, yeah. no, stop, don't say that. Yeah, you don't want to say that because it's going to come back and bite you in the ass. Yeah, and so I stop myself from doing that, and it's just, it's just constant battle, you mm-hmm. know. And mm-hmm. it's funny because you know the stuff that we do, we do stuff live, we yeah. do stuff on online, and um, sometimes I don't know what I'm going to say, and sometimes I stop myself like, ah, you're, there's two thousand people watching right now. Yeah. You probably shouldn't say that. Yeah, so yeah. it's it's the curse and the blessing of what we do. Yeah, you, yeah. your personality is going to be what drives you, but uh, you got to be careful where that goes. Then. Yeah, especially today. I mean, everything yeah. uh, today's it's a very sensitive time, and everything that we're doing it online. Is. It is. Have yeah. you found yourself 
curbing anything you would do or say normally? Not that you're some raging racist who's going to no. say some horrible things, but I mean, like, I, at this point, because I do, I, I yeah. change my news. Yeah. Oh yeah, and, and I can, it, but it's it, you change it for the better, I think yeah. too. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But I, for me, I, you know, it's it's the same. I'm the same person. Yeah. You know, I'm obviously a lot more like there's there's some. I think there's sometimes that I, I do want to say things. But I, I'm not smart enough to put it in a way that sounds intelligent, or, or you know, if it if it comes from me, it's like, yeah. shut up, copster, you're you're the guy with the beard. This is that in, this is that inside voice. Yeah, yeah. it's you said like on... three times you're not smart. You've I don't said think that I'm, like three times. I'm yeah. not smart. Have you seen the Wanger Show? <laughs> I've seen the the Wanger Show. It it's, is. It's a rambunctious yeah. program. Uh-huh. Yes, uh huh. Yes. Very much the so. The Grace and Wendy episode I, I watched. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, it just like a cacophony of voices. There's a lot of voices There's on a lot that of one. Voices yeah. going I didn't up. think through five voices on, on <laughs> one, one show. One show. A lot of uh, voices. No, but yeah, yeah you, I've, I've noticed that. I, I'm, I'm, I, I understand. I'm someone I think I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm low on the totem pole. But um, so I recognize game, recognize game. Mm, right. When, when right. I can recognize someone, right. like, uh, I'm not that smart. You're a smart guy. You're a smart guy. <laughs> You wouldn't have got to where you are. The best producer the Shabazz No Podcast has ever no, had. No, stop it. With Thank the efforts, you. Well, I've had two great producers before me. Sure, and that's the reason why. Sure. Well, and we set the tone, and and but you know, Miri Miri Jedikin, who took over from me, brought in a lot of changes that mm-hmm. was was needed for a different time for a different show, and you've picked up the ball and. And without you, we, we we wouldn't have had intro graphics and all no. those kinds because that's not something I would have done. Well, I think I think. Well, I, and I tell Cody this all the time because me and Cody, we're, we become Cody Hall. We, Cody Hall, we the real really, Cody Hall. Yeah, not Upham, Cody Hall. Yeah, uh, we become oh, really Upham. good friends. Forgot or, about yeah. Upham. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he swept that under the rug as fast as he <laughs> that's, could. That's good. Yeah, uh, we we become good friends, and I tell him all the time um, how crazy it is where we are now and where we came from. And the one of the one of the things I tell him all the time is I actually regret. Uh, all the days of me being an associate producer that I, because I, I felt like I could have done more to help you out. Sure. Said, now, when I took on producer, I think mm-hmm. I fully realized how, you know, many moving parts there really were to it on top of, you know, because like I could, we, I could produce a show mm-hmm. and not have images or graphics or anything like that. It could right. just be the show, you right. know, it, it strip it down kind of like how Toad Hop was. And it was just yeah. people talking and that's fine too. But, you know, I, I wanted to go all out. I wanted mm-hmm. to have some kind of visual representation for people to see because obviously we are catering to both audio and video. Which is tough, yeah. It is tough. And, you know, finding that balance is something that we're always striving to do. Yeah. So I always wanted to make it look as pretty as possible. And one of the things, like, I I regret not helping you out during the the After Buzz days because I felt like I could have done more. Sure. Well, we were figuring it out, too. And I was figuring it out because I always say... I had the title of producer. Mm. Uh, it, it got me the job at Screen Junkies. Mm-hmm. But like I had to tell Andy when I was getting hired, I am not a Rolodex producer. Mm-hmm. I don't have a list of people, a camera guy I can hire, a, a talent person. I, right. I, I, I am a radio producer. Right. I right. can sit there, and that's what Toad Hop was. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have to worry about pictures. I just had to worry about I mean, my news, I, it wasn't, I wasn't on camera. We had cameras capturing things, yeah. but it was radio. So I've had it. I've still to this day struggled. Mm. So that's why I appreciate what you've done to make it more of a segment. And show mm-hmm. pictures and graphics of my ugly face up there because, <laughs> like, I still I don't have a teleprompter, and I think we're trying to correct that. Yeah, but I also don't have the skills. I'm not like a, you know Sinead DeFries is a teleprompter no. master. Mm. Um, I'm not like that, so I'm going to struggle a little bit. But it's like I still wish I just had my headphones and was looking down. Right, right. That's what I did. So, so and then Miri had a lot of different experiences in TV and mm-hmm. brought in that, and that was she was perfect for that time. But no, you guys have done the Wangers, uh, the behind the scene boys. Um, yeah. 
I think that's one of the the beautiful things about the show is that yeah. I can trust the guys that are working, uh, yeah. you know, working to make the show look as great as it yeah. is. And um, I think before when I started, I was always checking cameras and making sure, and I still yeah. do that, obviously. But now it's like if I'm running behind on something and I have to have a quick turnaround on, you know, yeah. a specific sponsor that we're doing or like a, a, a last minute image that we have to create for the show, right. I trust Ace RB3. Beardo and Cody to have everything set up without any question. Beardo, really? You trust Beardo? Well, n- he's actually messed up a few times on you, audio. Where did you find Beardo? Uh, funny story. Brian. Brian. I know his name's Brian. Brian Perez. Yeah. Uh, Brian Castillo. Um, <laughs> um, so with him, my cousin, my old, uh, my cousin on my mom's I thought, side. I thought you were going to say he was your cousin. No, he's not my cousin. No, he's not. Thank God. No, I don't. I wouldn't want that. <laughs> Uh, yeah. No, but my cousin, who he's a few years older than me, he was mm. kind of my big brother growing up. You know, he got okay. me drunk the first time. Oh, he yes. took me to uh, parties and took to, you to a concerts. brothel first time. Yeah, right. yeah. Right. He, he did all these things, and I and I looked up to him. Um, you know, I sit into this day. I still do. Right. And uh, he, one of his very good friends, um, mm. his good friend David, yeah. um, we went out to the river a couple of times. Um, got to go to the river, Laughlin, all these right. places, and. Uh, uh, David, his friend, yeah. younger brother, is Brian Perez. Wow. And, um, That's a lot of dots to yep. get us Beardo. Oh, yeah. And it was, it's really funny because I remember Brian he, Beardo, he, he emailed me about something. And, you know, we get DMs and yeah. messages, emails all the time from, mm-hmm. you know, fans. And it's really, it's really awesome that we do. Uh, but sometimes, you know, we're so busy that we get caught up with it. Yeah, and, yeah. and it was just one of those emails that he sent me that I kind of brushed off. And then... He emailed again about, you know, some audio work because me and Cody were starting to do our own short oh, films. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, short and, films, and some yeah. sketches and stuff. And he, he was like, oh, okay, cool. You, know, you do audio? Cool. What else do you do? You know, where do you live? He said, Walnut. And I was like, oh, Walnut. Uh, my cousin, she's like, yeah, I know. I've been to the river with you and your family before. I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. And then, like, he sends me all these pictures of him with my family, my little brother, my mom and dad. I was like, holy crap. We're the smallest. related. Yeah. And, uh, you know. There's me and Beardo holding, holding the, sharing a beer on a boat. <laughs> right, right. I don't remember you I, at all. I don't know if I actually went to the river with him because I funny. didn't. I Even to this day, I'm not, like, the hugest fan of going to, like, Havasu or anything because they go to the, to the, the like, river. The river party. You know, there's a part of my family, my extended family, mm-hmm. that goes to the river. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I'm not a the river guy. No, I mean, I grew up with it. My, yeah. my family, they all, have, they all have boats. They got a river yep. house, all that. Yep. And I, I love going out there once in a while, but, like, they, they would do it so much. Yeah. And there would be a lot of times, especially in college, where I had to, as, oh, I, okay. as, I, as I hit Kick, the microphone, okay. quote-unquote study, yeah. um, that I would stay home. And I think one of the times uh, he went with them and gotcha. I wasn't there. So, yeah. yeah. And then it all came together. And then he joined us to do uh, our channel, Amateur Hour Films, that we were doing right. for a little bit. And sure uh, he just uh, started doing audio. And, you know, I told him, hey, we might you need some kind of uh, sound engineer if you're interested. And kind of kind brought of him on board. Yeah, yeah. It works. Every, everything on the Wanger side has worked. <laughs> We're trying to make it work. Which yeah. I'll tell you, every time, you know, when Christian was like, interview this guy, JT, well, at the time, just Josh Tapia. Right. Uh, that whole story's been told of him lying his way into the show. I was like, I don't think this is a good idea to hire a fan. Uh, then it was like, we need another one. We're going to have this competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, this kid, Cops, is going to come in. Yeah. I'm like, I don't think it's a good job to have a fan. Good idea to have a fan. Mm-hmm. Cody Hall stands outside Chili's. I think we made him watch us all eat in the window. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Andres, I was like, it's not good to have a fan. Mm-hmm. And every time, I don't know why I keep saying it. 
it's because it's, every we got it's not just getting lucky. It, it's been part of the fate of this journey of the show. Yeah, you guys are all amazing. It's really funny. I don't. I don't. You know, we weren't. You know, weirdos. We were just. Yeah. We just came on and we were like, yeah, we want to be part of this. Yeah. You know, we weren't there. Just to fanboy out and like yeah. say hi to all these people because I mean when I met you guys it was incredibly intimidating especially you I, I was okay well that, thank you yes uh, but let's go to that so because you were a legit schmoes no fan yeah that's was JT I remember mm-hmm. him calling in you called in before right? I've called in several times yeah RB three nine years old RB three <laughs> called in <laughs> yes he did yeah I uh, I think the first show I ever called in was when uh, Stuckman. Uh, Flick Pick and yeah. um, and Johns were all on the, the, on arm the show wrestling, together. Yep. The arm wrestling mm-hmm. episode. Yeah, I remember. What did you call, call in again? I, I remember the calls. It was uh, I was calling in to win a T shirt, and we had to guess what was all of their first movie reviews. That's right. And I got all of them except for uh, I think I got all of them except for Stuckman because I think Stuckman reviewed some anime film that I I never didn't know what it was. Yeah, Ace would have got that probably. Yeah. Uh, so 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 walk me through that. It, it, I mean it's. You know, it's interesting to hear your perspective of that at the mm-hmm. time of joining this crazy circus. Uh, yeah. The Schmoes No movie world. Most of my listeners in Absolute Files are obviously from that uh, fandom. Mm-hmm. So I uh, hope it's entertaining. But but it's it's interesting um, to go from fan to working part of it, right? Yeah, because I was I was part of this little group called uh, We Live Film. And it was right. like a small little community where a bunch of movie reviewers would, you know, they review with that title over them. And then they would we would collaborate with each other. We'd do certain right. reviews. And I did these Netflix reviews for the longest time for their channel. And then from there, I think um, I met JTE. Right. And uh, I think I just, you know, added him on Facebook just because, oh, you know, he's he's part of the schmoes. It's, you right. know, you know, I... Send them, but I don't really send Facebook requests for friends anymore. <laughs> but know. that was how I did it back in the day. And then I remember he uh, he set up a post saying, "Hey, I got a, a extra ticket for a screening for World War Z. Anybody want to go?" And I didn't want to like blatantly say, "Hey, yeah, I want to go." Yeah. I just like liked the post. And then sure enough, he DM'd me. He's like, "Hey, I saw you like the post. Do you want to go to this? I know you live in L.A. Should we go?" And I was like, "Okay, all right, let's do it." And um, I met love affair. Began. Yeah, yep. I met JT for the first time, uh, LA Live, to see World War Z. Wow. Yeah, and then we did a review together, and then one thing led to another. Uh, he asked me to help his uh, little segments he did called Meet the Schmoes. That's right. And uh, it was. I remember I met with him. We went to right here in Pasadena because he he yeah. lived like right down the street from yeah, where I yeah. live now. He uh, we went to Doghouse. We had some food, and then he that was like oh, the yeah. first time he said he's like, hey. You know, I've been talking to Christian a little bit. We're thinking of having someone else come on board as another intern. Would you be interested in that? I'm like, uh, yeah, absolutely. And I think from there on, that's where yeah. my world kind of changed. So you've been listening to the podcast, obviously, but you've been watching the Schmo since their YouTube review days. Mm-hmm. Where that? What is your perspective of them and us, uh, including me? Be 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 honest. Uh, then to now, like, how does it? How does that change? Oh man, it's. How soon, how soon was it? And, and this isn't about any, you know, sometimes work is work and there's been stressful times. There's oh, yeah. been angry times. We all have that. But, but mm-hmm. I mean, to go from, oh my gosh, that's Christian to mm-hmm. yes, sir. I got it. <laughs> like there, that's a transition. That's a surreal one at times. I can't. Oh man. It's, it's, it, it seems, it, it's like seamless almost. Like it just, yeah. it just happened out of nowhere without really thinking about it because I still, I still look up to all of you guys and you know, even You're though, too kind. Uh, no, I, I mean it because everything that you guys do i strive to do and try right. to do what you guys do but you know try to exceed that and because mm-hmm. I, I is as crazy as 
maybe everybody on the show has 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 driven me. It's still I. I still love the fact that I get to come back the next day and work with everybody, you know, mm-hmm. and in passing. And now that we all work under the same roof for the yeah, most part, it's, for the most it's, part yeah. it's crazy to think, you know, that I was just looking like I was just a fan. And, and yeah. now I'm a, a counterpart. I'm, I'm working yeah. alongside with everybody and I, I couldn't be more grateful. So yeah. I, I can't remember a specific moment when that that really changes when it switches. It's got to um, be kind of early, right? I mean, yeah, because be- you, you picked it up right away. Um, I, I, it's not the same because even though I'm a huge fan of him, I wouldn't say it was like I wasn't a he wasn't a great creative icon of mine or anything. But I, I loved his movies, but like Kevin Smith, mm-hmm. and when I started working with him at Screen Junkies, and like I remember he was in a pitch meeting, and he's pitching to me and Andy. Mm-hmm. And that was a, I was like, Kevin Smith is pitching a show mm. idea to me and Andy. But then after that, you just, you got to go, you got to work. Right. So it switches off. And then Kevin became that guy once a week, uh, twice a week, I'd see and yeah. be like, hey, dude, you're late. How you doing? Come on in. <laughs> um, so I think it, you know, with that, I think it might have been around when, because, you know, when I joined, it was during the Toad Hop days and it was in the very end of the Toad Hop days. It was, That's right. I forget. You were very, very, very end. Yeah. It was probably the last month we were there, which was really sad because I loved uh, going to JT's place, taking the metro, <laughs> yeah. trekking, trekking on down. It was yeah. a little adventure every single yeah. Thursday. And going to Buffalo Wild Wings for like two minutes because we had to go back and catch That's the metro. That's right, you had to get out of there. We missed the metro one time, and I didn't get home till like two in the morning, oh, and I had school God. the next day, and it was, it was a, Bad. it was a trip. But <laughs> but you know, it's all all really great memories now. But I think it was yeah. when you know when I started in those times, and Christian wanted me to take over for all the behind the scenes stuff that right, we shot right. on the little flip cam that yep. I, is. I don't know where it's at now. Still around somewhere. somewhere. It's somewhere. Yeah. Um, but, and then, you know, because I, I was always cautious of what I was doing on that because right. I was still fairly new to editing. And I think, you know, once it hit a point where he just completely trusted me to do what I want with that, yeah. I think that's where it kind of like, that kind of like Feel lifted up. Like, you know, I'm still a fan of this guy and all these other guys that are part of the show and gals, yeah. of course, that were on there. Um, but now it's like we're all working together for the same thing. Yeah. And it's, an, and it's a nice thing. And, you know, that's when I was able to let my creative juices flow right without anything holding it back which you was which was it. nice you know why why was i the most intimidating to me this is crazy can you can ask anybody you can ask cody <laughs> you can ask ace rb3 beardo beardo's it, still just, afraid of me yeah I, I, as he should be he should because he's he, he needs to remember he's still an intern yeah, he right. is still an intern that's he right. works really hard like everybody else know but, your you know, role beardo yes um, but I, there's just something about you that comes up. It's, I think it might have been the suit. I, it honestly sure, might have sure. been the suit because you got all these dudes here wearing, you know, ripped shirts or T Public right. shirts, and and JT with his backwards hat, and then <laughs> and then this one dude in the corner, like very quiet, l- quiet, stern looking, and then a nice suit, and then you come out and do these news segments. We're like, oh, right. wow. I think that might be part of it, too, because I think you are the funniest one out oh, of, out of the you. whole crew. And don't, I'm not saying that just because tell, I'm... I, no, I won't tell, tell JT. Or JT. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, I, I think yeah. that was it. I think, um, you know, no matter what we did, it's like we'd always joke about it. If, yeah. if we made a funny tweet and Ken or Ellis or Ryler McCoo, like if any of you guys liked it, that's where we're like, yeah, it's the <laughs> fist pump. Like, okay, we did it. We, we did our, we did our duties for the day. Yeah. You know? So I, I think, think it's, yeah, it's a persona. It's, it's not a persona. I don't, I mean, there's definitely an on air persona that I have, but it's very much me off air, but it's like, I had this, I had the problem with my other job too, mm. though. So my nickname was asshole for a while <laughs> and I'm just, just the sweetest guy in the world. He just wants to be kind of left alone and right. uncomfortable. I'm Boba Fett at Jabba's palace at parties, <laughs> you know, I, I, uh, so I think it all, yeah, the suit, the suit, believe me, the suit 
puts a, it's so funny what people, the per- perception is the reality for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've walked into strip clubs in suits <laughs> and I've had four strippers rush me oh. because they one of them's like well because it looks like you have money and I'm like oh honey <laughs> you have come to the wrong cheap suit so, so if, I've never been to a strip club before so the first time that well, I we're do, going I should, after this <laughs> I should wear a suit yeah absolutely absolutely but it's changed you're on board you're running the ship yeah. well there um, and uh, we we don't know where it's going to go from here but I'm glad I'm glad you were there for phase three yeah I do forget that that you were there for the, the what I can still consider my favorite phase I'm glad yeah. Where we are, where we need to be, but that's my favorite. Absolutely, place. and and still for me too, because I remember I remember getting beer for everyone from the little keg that we had. Oh, there. the keg back uh, there, the WeWork facility. Yeah, yep, mm-hmm. that was that was always nice. And Johnny Ice, the engineer. Johnny Ice. Uh, I interviewed Katie Sackoff, and that was like a big thing. Yeah. Like you know, it was like a behind the scenes little interview thing yeah. too. But always greeting in the guests, and yeah. leading them in. That was always fun. Going downstairs to try to get them. Yeah, on the outside, security mm-hmm. guard wouldn't let them in. Yeah, which is funny yeah. story actually was there recently because really? when we did this uh, thing uh, for 40X which is like yeah. the, the newer like up beyond 3D kind of experience in a movie theater right. um, that is in the same building as Toad Hop was oh, okay yeah so well, we were like Hollywood and La Brea mm-hmm. yeah. me and RB3 were looking around and I was like where is this bi- oh this uh, is where we and I was like it was like a little it was like a little tour to RB three. I was like, look, RB three, this like, is where we used to do it. The Schmo's history. Yeah. Good Cobster. Yeah. It, tour. Especially I loved it especially from where we went from phase three to phase four. Cause when we yeah. went to phase four, you know, we didn't have a permanent studio. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We had we we were gratefully we had Drama Three Four to help us yeah. out with that and we were using a a Mac uh, to just turn, swivel to back swivel, and forth. Literally had to physically turn yeah. a Mac desktop. Yeah, me and JT had to switch off. It was like, you're getting tired? Here, I'll, 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 I'll do it next. Around. And I did my news on a couch curled up. Uh, mm-hmm. it, was, it was both the best and worst. Oh, yeah. Those yeah. memories. Mm-hmm. We fought through a lot. Why, I'm going to switch subjects here. Why the hell do you like Laughlin more than Las Vegas? <laughs> Because it's, it's what I... Is this I, part of you being an old soul? Absolutely. Because I remember uh, we went to Laughlin a, lot, a hell of a lot more than we did uh, Havasu. Um, right. Because when my great-grandmother's mother was still alive, and even my great-grandfather, I think, too, they loved to gamble. They loved to go to Laughlin. Right. They would sit on the slot machines forever. And, right. you know, just they would just have a blast there. And I just remember as a kid going there to and and the best moments was walking into the casino for the first time that cool breeze blasting at you and the smell of cigarettes and yeah. and the 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 noise of the slot machines and the ding 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 everything going oh, on I love it yeah it, it's such a great feeling and you know I I didn't go to Vegas a whole lot either right. and it wasn't until later cuz I had family that lived out in Vegas for a while mm-hmm. and we would go out there once in a while but there was just something with Laughlin that kind of stuck with me <laughs> and we would go we would go out on the river too over right. there as well yeah, because the river's there, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's right, right, right there. On there. Yeah. yeah. And uh, something about it just kind of stuck with me. And then um, one of my best friends, because his birthday is the same day as my day, my birthday, right. uh, we went to Laughlin one year because they have a house in Bullhead, which is you yeah, know just, just yep. a couple miles away. And uh, we would make it kind of like a, a birthday annual thing where we would just go to Laughlin, just like, you know, four of us. And just young kids, the youngest people probably in Laughlin By all far. Of the weekend. Yeah. And By far. It's just so relaxing. You know, Vegas is just all over the place. It's a lot. Yeah. It's, it's obviously noisy. It, it never yeah. sleeps. And then Laughlin is the same thing, but 
you know, quieter, quieter. just a little bit quieter. quieter. And I, I could, I, I, I tell you, there was one trip we went out there. We stayed on one blackjack table from 10 o'clock at night to six in the morning. Really? And I got really drunk. I probably lost a lot of money, but it was the most fun I've ever had. Just sitting there. Mm-hmm. That's, uh. And, and uh, wow, I, I, I've never really been to Laughlin, so I'm not even making fun of it. I just know I, oh, the reason I, it's so funny to me is because I used to have an employee who was uh, a World War II vet. He worked for me. He was in his uh, mid, mid to late 70s at mm. the time, and um, he would go to Laughlin all the time, and that made sense for— I, I probably gambled with yeah, him. Yeah, 78-year-old Leonard to waddle on out to Laughlin, but mm-hmm. then I hear you're like, oh, we're going to Laughlin this yeah. weekend. Uh-huh. Like, what? That thing gets me more exciting. Uh, yeah. It made me more excited, excited to take an extremely expensive tag to go from Bullhead all the way to Laughlin and gamble out there. We would go from one casino all the way to the end and back, get food out there. It's just, I've been craving it. I want to go again. I I, I always want to go out there. I know we're talking about a schmo trip to Vegas, but maybe maybe it's a schmo trip to uh, (laughs) to Laughlin. I don't know how how everyone would really, I'd have a blast. I I, I really would. Are you a big wig down there? You walk in, they're like, Mr. Mr. Cobster, how are you doing? (laughs) No, actually. Your room is waiting. No, well, yeah, I I love staying in those hotels as as a kid, but I don't stay in those hotels anymore. We try to save as much money as we can, and I don't want to lose i mean i've been i've had a i think the worst time i've ever had gambling wise is maybe like 300 down and it and that's oh, wow. that's not even at like one table yeah or? Yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah just uh, like one table so it's tough i get carried away i i look i lost close to a thousand in my mm. last trip to vegas in may oh, uh. and that was not in one sitting right. it almost would be more Impressive if it was in one sitting. Mm. Be a story to tell. Yeah. I lost it. I dropped a thousand on that table. Right. No, right. no. It's over the course of four days at the at the Game of Thrones slots. Ah, lost yeah. probably a thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. It's it, gambling. And, and let me some... be, to be clear out there to anybody. Uh, I don't have that money to lose. <laughs> no, I'm I'm right there with you. Yeah. I, I I am because yeah. I I'm like oh yeah I got paid this weekend. I'll yeah. I'll just put it all down. No, you probably should not have done that. Probably shouldn't have. But yeah, Schmo's Vegas trip. I'm Schmo's always Vegas. Schmo's Laughlin. Yeah, Schmo's something. We'll mm-hmm. do that there. Where uh, look into the future here. Where 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 does uh, young Mister Ruvacabla uh, go with his career? Yeah. Collider's great. We're here. We're here now. Yeah. Um, but you're too young to want to you to, to stick in one spot for long. No, and and that's that was kind of me growing up as well. I was like I was like a utility guy. I like yeah. to dabble into different things. At my last job before I started editing, they I was helping around in the art department. You know, yeah. picking stuff up for people, cutting up uh, whatever specific projects they had to do, and then eventually going off and uh, helping out at video shoots and putting these videos right. together. And where I see that in the future is kind of the same thing. Like there's, there's a lot of projects that I'm working on the side besides Schmoes and besides Collider. Right. And I just want to keep doing that as long as I can, because right now for as long as YouTube is still around, yeah. we, we have this platform to, and, and we have it to use it. You know, we have yeah. it at our will to, to do anything and everything creative as we possibly can. And whether it's me putting together a 30 for 30 parody um, documentary, one of the greatest things um, ever done. Uh, uh, thank you. It was the, like doing something like that for, for a, a channel as big as Collider is yeah. and, and seeing the reaction to it and people asking for a follow up for that is is great. Yeah. And that's just one thing. And then obviously, you know, we have things here. We have the Schmo show itself. We have the Schmo down and right. doing all those things is, is really exciting. But I want to just keep 
my creative juices going. Yeah. Uh, I've been working on a web series for the longest time with Cody that we want to get going very soon. Oh, yeah? Um, what the, without sharing details of your highly secret I think, project. I think I might have... I Because th- we actually have a voice role that we want you to do. Oh, I'm on it's, board. It's very brief, but um, mm-hmm. it's you a... You have my commitment, <laughs> my verbal commitment. Awesome. I am attached to Star. Yes, awesome. Because I, I loved uh, your voiceover in the documentary more than oh, anything else. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it was so yeah, much that fun. Was, that was fun. Um, but no, we, we yeah, we've been working on a five-part web series I came up with the idea like a year or two ago, uh-huh. and me and Cody actually shot like three episodes of it uh, at oh. my house a long time ago with right. just like one camera, just a couple of lights, and we never ended up finishing it. And now that we're at a place where we have a lot more resources right. and, uh, you know, bringing Frank on board because you know, Frank, who's one of the editors yeah. here at Collider, he's just one of the best. Might be a genius. I think I he mean, is. I consider him a certifiable genius. <laughs> A creative genius, what he absolutely, and um, you know we've been going back and forth. We've I've sent him a bunch of scripts. Me and Cody have worked on, and he's yeah. loved it. And you know I've seen a bunch of uh, Frank's work that he's done. and We want to collaborate and and you know oh, actually please. shoot it. So um, that's like the next big thing. And then you know like we always want to do sketch stuff all the time. Like yeah, again yeah. with our amateur hour stuff, we always want. We've always been craving to just get together, shoot something, whether it's scripted or if it's not scripted. You know we right. do the Wanger show all the time, and sure. Um, and, you know, just try, just keeping all these things continuously going. And, um, you know, I've been trying to write a book for the longest freaking time. But yeah? it's just about your adventures in Laughlin. <laughs> I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. I got I got to lose a thousand on the table yeah, first and it. then and then I'll start writing the Goals. book. But, um, yeah, because I've been I've been reading a lot more and getting back to my old right. uh, my old days of writing. So if you're dabbling in a lot of areas, as you should there, do you mm-hmm. and this is, again, going back to the generational thing here. You look you look across this battlefield here, and there's a lot of different ways to go because time time where were the times we're in now has made mm-hmm. that possible. Yeah, you and Cody could shoot this web series, and next thing you know, you're selling it to Netflix. You know, yeah, it, that doesn't happen all the time, but right? It's possible. Where I ca- I moved to town in '98, and was like, how do I get over this wall? Right. No one wants me in there. Mm. No one I met with. I. Um, I had a phone with one of a, a pastor uh, who has since passed away. He's a great mm-hmm. guy, Pastor Ron Salisbury. Um, he he gave me uh, a phone number of his old college buddy hmm. who wrote the what was that Summersby was with the Richard Gear. Hmm. He was a Civil War vet, returns home to Jody Foster, but he might not be her actual husband, and it's kind of weird. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he wrote this, and I, he, I supposed to call him, mm-hmm. and I was like in my head, I'm like, oh, this is it. This guy's gonna. To have him tell me how to sell one of these scripts, and I'm mm-hmm. and he was just like, "Cool, yeah, join a, join a, a writers group, mm-hmm. and um, you'll meet some people." Um, I really can't do much more than that. Uh, this yeah. town's kind of cr- crazy. Good luck. Well, that's <laughs> and that's that's kind of the thing. It's like you know, for every you know one five episode series that me and Cody do, there's eighteen thousand more Absolutely. out there. And whether you know whatever whether, whatever we are writing or putting together or you know that we want to shoot, we're never shooting for the stars that way. We're not shooting. We're not shooting a web series and in hopes like oh Netflix is going to see this. You know, like it's right. it's always that back of the mind. That'd be that'd be great. But right. the main thing is that we can do it right now right. and we have the access to and you know with with schmoes and collider it's a nice little following and it's also something 
extra for them to see on the side because right. there's so many after shows and recaps and reviews and talk shows. Yep. And, you know, we just want to do something different outside of that. And, yeah. um, you know, obviously there's obviously nothing wrong with, you know, everything that everyone's doing today because it's, it's very popular and we love, yeah. we love watching these things. But I like to, you know, expand from that. And, and mm-hmm. you know, and whatever we do with Schmoes, it's like I love doing that, but I also mm-hmm. want to just continue my creative, you know, flow. Do you, uh, do you, a, a man of your age, again, it's, I, I, it sounds like I'm so much older than you. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. You're not. Excuse me. You're but, not um, but there is a generational difference and a gen- time difference. Um, do you, are you a type of young man that puts career before relationships? I know you got a great relationship now. Uh, I'm not taking you uncomfortable. You don't cry. All right. Beardo, <laughs> you don't need to make everyone cry. Where, how do you do? You have a balance to that because for the longest time it was. To, I thought I had to choose one or the other. I think I found a good balance now mm-hmm. because before I was with a girl long term, long term. Yeah, uh, it was, you like met in preschool. <laughs> we met uh, in sophomore year and wow. in high school, and we were together for like seven or eight years. And right. you know that that's that's that was at that's, the time that was like a third of my life. That's ages. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I thought the world of that situation. Mm -hmm. And I think when I started everything with Schmoes, I think I saw it starting affecting my life, Um, you know, maybe for the best, maybe for the worst. I don't think it it ultimately, like, was the cause for the end of our relationship. But, you know, it was like I would see her and I would be talking about, you know, what we did for Schmoes and what we're talking about or this funny story with Makuga or something like that, anything like that. We had to pull Makuga out of a fight at (laughs) at Buffalo Wild Wings. Me and Makuga got in a fight after a fan meetup, yeah. Yeah. Um, But, no, it's just, I could see it in her that it was becoming too much because I was constantly going on about it. I was always, you know, excuse me, I was always talking about movies you know this news story i was like hey because like it it was that thing like before about me talking to the camera now that i actually had someone um i was talking to her about it everything you know and i had Mm -hmm. forgotten that she's not necessarily in that bubble like we are yeah and so it became like an eye roller and not nothing against her no no you know you know it's i i don't i don't blame her for for you know not being incredibly interested in all that (laughs) and and, and tell me again about mark ellis (laughs) but no but i i I also do like that though like like my girlfriend right now she isn't necessarily in this world you know she's not part of it and but she's interested in hearing about these things but i've also managed to not like let it like be everything that we're talking about because we could you know it it even gets to the point today where you know not i don't always want to talk about movies or tv all the time god forbid right you know it's it's weird how obsessive i was about everything and now it's just like i don't want to talk about this anymore not at least at least not for today you know, I want to. I want to go off. I want to go to Disneyland and not think about you know. Gobster, stand by to stand by because the older you get, again, going to the age thing, you care less about it. It's <laughs> no, the yeah. weirdest thing because mm-hmm. my at your age, uh, I could have told you every um, stat of the New York Yankees oh, roster. Yeah, I could have. Uh, I I people look at me now and say I don't watch a lot of movies, and that's the running joke. And I don't. Mm-hmm. But back then, I saw everything. Every Monday, I'd go see a movie. A matinee, mm. and I, I have subscribed to Cinescape and Premier Magazine and Rolling Stone, Entertainment Weekly, Empire Magazine. I had all these magazines. Yeah, uh, fade in all the screenwriting stuff, and uh, it just uh, after a while you do it. It 
I love it still, but yeah. I want to turn it off. Ken, I'm scaring myself because that's what I'm becoming right now. Because you're, you're I, an old I, man. I look. I used to go to movies Thursday nights yeah. all the time. I can't remember the last movie I saw in theaters. I, it, yeah. I, it's just you know. I, it, I guess it always obviously depends on what's coming out and everything. And there's certainly movies yeah. that I'm going to be going out and seeing yeah. opening weekend. But now I find myself like I don't have to force myself to go out and see it. You know? Do you find it? And I think because I know there's other people listening who, you know, are in their 30s or 40s or 50s or beyond, and are like, no, no, I'm still obsessed with movies. And, mm-hmm. and thank God for those people because that's why we have careers. Right. But I think it might be related to that. This does turn into a job, a job we enjoy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Star Wars. I have talked Star Wars. I want to be known as a Star Wars guy. Mm-hmm. If you meet me at a bar and you want to talk Star Wars with me, we're going to do it for a little bit. Yeah. But then I want to get on because it's my job yes. now. And that's a little disappointing. Do you feel that at all, too? Absolutely. Yeah, like... Like, uh, I'm disappointed with myself. <laughs> no, absolutely. Uh, we Because we've surrounded ourselves so much with it. And, mm-hmm. you know, even with, uh, you know, like yesterday, like, or, or when, depending on when this is coming out, we, we went to Grace's birthday yeah. thing. And me and Cody just ended up talking about Schmodown for, like, 10 minutes. Right. And, and we're like... What just happened? Yeah. Why did we start? And we love Shmoda. We do. But like, you know, it just one thing leads to another and it just kind of pops up there. So, you know, it's just it's about I think it's about like experiencing other things outside of what we do now. And and I think we're at a place where like I've had my time of obsession and I still have my obsessions. You know, still have it. You know, I still I mean, I'm a big Star Wars fan as well. And and I want to see the next movie just as anybody else. But, you know, I don't. You know, I don't necessarily care for sitting down and dissecting every single little thing. They're making yeah. another one? I think so. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'd heard they don't have a plan. Yeah, they yeah. don't have a plan. Not a plan at all. You know, which means my dad was right, because he <laughs> saw Seven and said, I think they're making another. They left it open, my dad said. Yeah. They left it open to make a sequel. Yeah. Yeah, they did that. There you go. I guess my dad was more right than I am. <laughs> yeah, it becomes, um, it, it's a weird balance, but I also think, and what you're talking about, what's key for us, because you're not just... Your job isn't just editing us talking about movies or you reviewing a movies. You're, mm-hmm. you're doing writing. You're you're uh, you're 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 working on screenplays. You're working on shows. You're mm-hmm. being creative, and I think it's important as much as you want to be obsessed with this stuff and should be to get into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a friend's a real close friend of mine in my twenties. Her older brother. Um, we're we're going out for his birthday. Driving around West Hollywood, and I went to the Motherlode and the Abbey and all these wonderful gay bars there, mm-hmm. and I had a great time. Yeah. And um, he was in the front seat with me. I was driving him. I was a sober driver back then. Oh, nice. Very good. Um, Mom, you'd be proud of me back then. <laughs> and I was not a very social person. Um, I just wanted to stay in my room. This, is, this would be about 24, 25. Mm-hmm. And I, would, I just wanted to stay... Um, I wanted to stay in the room and and watch movies and talk about Star Wars and all other stuff. And, and my friend's older brother turned to me. He was like, you know, this is just in terms of getting outside and being more social. He's like, yeah. I know you're a writer. You have to write the other side of the page. Mm. And, and that is your life. Yeah. And you have to have something to write about. Yeah. No, I, I, absolutely. Because I just, I don't, you know, I think about the long run, you know, what, what my right. legacy is going to be, you know, right. what am I going to leave behind? Oh, that's big. That's it's, I think about it all the time because it's like, what's the no point? No wonder you're in your head. <laughs> well, because I think about all the time, like, what's the point of doing all this? Like, where is right. it eventually going to go? Go, right. excuse me. Um, and a lot of the times, you know, I, I know, especially for meeting a lot of fans at fan meetups or Star Wars Celebration mm-hmm. or anything like that, I've, I've learned that there's so many people out there that want to be 
where we're at. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it makes me a hell of a lot more grateful for what we're doing because I'm, I'm at a point right now yeah. where it's like I am living a dream. I get to edit things that revolve around movies and I get to do, you know, I have the privilege of, of writing something and then eventually maybe it coming to life with right. all my friends, you know, and I right. just living that up as much as I can. And so I think it's very important to continuously remind myself where I am right now and, yeah. and all the people that surround me because one day it might not be here. And, right. you know, and when maybe one day I'm, I'm back, uh, you know, edit, I can't see myself, but I editing at a, at a job that I don't want to you be editing to, for, yeah. you know? So well, look, my day job, the one that everyone hears about was a security uh, field and security director at the end of that career, 17 years came after my career in radio. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you, I was 18 through 21, 22 at that time, so a little younger than you are now. But I I wish I had someone, and I did, but uh, more directly kick my ass mm. with perspective. Because this was a dream I had talking into microphones professionally starting at like three years old. Mm-hmm. And I had this job in radio, and I acted like I hated it. Mm. I would do it on air. I was good. I was learning. There were some times I was actually pretty bad, but I was mm. learning. And I get off air, and I just run and go play tennis with my friend. And I didn't work on my career, and I just kind of and I get recognized. My voice or name would get recognized mm-hmm. every once in a while, and that went away one morning, like eight thirty on a Saturday morning, January mm-hmm. nineteen ninety eight. Mm-hmm. You're laid off. You're done, and it was all gone. Mm-hmm. And then I had to go work at a movie theater mm-hmm. and I'd sell tickets to someone who I'd interviewed on my show. And they're oh, like, wow. "Aren't you the?" Yes, I am. Uh. And I, so, yeah, yeah. To you, it's good that you have that self check of perspective where you are now. Yeah, and I think a lot of it goes down to time management. I think one of my mm-hmm. favorite episodes that you've ever done yeah. was talking about time management. And oh, how, yeah. and how this is a while ago. And sure, that, glad you listened. Of course, no, I, I, <laughs> I'm a big fan, Ken. I, I'm telling you, I'm not saying that. Just okay, I, I just, you know, it, it's, it's hard. It is and it's not because I, mm-hmm. I like I'll, I'll find myself on an open weekend, like on a Saturday. Sure. And I'm like, okay, I have all the time in my world right now to right. sit down in front of my computer and hash something out. Right. And then, you know, eventually make, make, make do with it, you know. And then sometimes it's like, uh, I, I can't, I, I'm not feeling it right now. Yeah. I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. And that's like every day with, with this book I'm trying to write. Yeah. <laughs> like I've been stuck on chapter one for months just yeah. because, you know, it's just like, ah, uh, I'm, I'm worthless. This isn't uh, good. It's yeah. not good. And so it's, it's, it's just, just this, the struggle is real, yeah. as they say, as the kids say, you know? So, the, yeah, the struggle is real. Yeah. yeah. It is, it is discipline. It is that learning to write for craft, not from inspiration point, yeah. uh, particularly in your life. Though book is daunting. Fiction, nonfiction, what is it? It's fiction. Yeah. Fiction. The life and yeah. times of cops are not happening yet. <laughs> not just yet. No, mm-hmm. no. I, uh, I'm a big Stephen King fan. And, yeah. uh, you know, Agatha Christie, uh, even yeah. Mary Shelley. I love Frankenstein's one of my favorite books of all time. You like and the so scary pictures. I do like the scary stuff. And, uh, you know, I've been working on, a, on an idea that I think is, is pretty frightening. Um, but it's also like against everything that I believe as well because really? um, That's you know enticing. I, what does that mean? No, it's just I I I'm not a huge believer in um, I'm not very spiritual uh, oh, okay. or anything like that. Catholic school will do that to a lot. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. yeah. But I mean, all I, due respect to Catholics. Absolutely, no, absolutely, because I have all the respect in the world for anybody sure. who, who has religious beliefs. Um, but it's also because the story is about you know ghosts and whatnot, okay. and I don't I don't believe in ghosts either. But I I like the idea. I was just you know? going to ask you, and yeah. you don't believe. Because you love horror and stuff like that, so mm-hmm. no ghost stories. No. Would you ever go on like a ghost hunt? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because it's. 
I and we we've we've joked about this on Wangers. It's yeah. it's always it's always about putting perspective and a little bit of logic into a situation, you know, yeah, because yeah. you you know that scenario right yeah. there of yeah, let's let's go to this place that is you know supposedly haunted, and you're going to be in there with a camera, and yeah. let's see if you can catch some stuff. And so if I hear something. Am I automatically going? Is that a ghost, or is my head playing tricks with me? But I, but I, I also love that idea, and that's kind of what yeah. that, what the story I'm trying to tell is yeah. kind of about: is whether something is real or, or if it's not, if it's just your head playing with you. I'd love that. I'd so, love, I'd love a schmoes ghost hunt. Yes. Oh my god. Can oh my that? gosh. Absolutely. Yeah, I would love that? that more than anything. Good Makuga, strap a GoPro oh, on him. Makuga. That would be the greatest thing in the world. Because as much as I, I, I don't believe it, I love it. I love that. You love whole, getting scared. You oh love yeah, this, yeah, yeah. I love, I love getting freaked out. Like I, I told that, I joked about that story about me having that uh-huh. maybe sleep paralysis moments. Yes. And as scary as it was, it was incredibly inspiring. <laughs> it made me want to just write and do things. You know, so yeah, yeah. more than. I more mean, than, Terminator was a nightmare that James Cameron had. <laughs> absolutely. Right? So, yeah. So you know. If something really terrifies me, yeah. um, to the point where you know it just it gets under my skin, and you know if if a movie can almost prove to me that you know yeah. these these supernatural things actually exist, it's it, there's nothing more inspiring in the world for me for yeah. that you know. So yeah. and you know and I see especially with horror, it's such a it's such a genre that uh, you know could be handled so small and so well. Right. And, and you look at all the great directors that are out right now, like James Wan, yeah. um, Lee right. Winnell, He's he's done some stuff. Like these guys started with such such small aspirations, and now they're off doing these huge, incredible things. Yeah. You know, and so I think me and Cody, we like to use that kind of you know process. Right. To maybe eventually get, you know, uh, bigger and better than just, you know, just YouTube, you know. And, yeah, and yeah. I don't mean like, like directing picture. a feature. Y- yeah. I, you're not I, stopping to that. No, you're not, not at all. yourself. Like I always, I always imagined us, uh, you know, doing short films and scary stuff on YouTube eventually. Right. To just, you know, staying away from YouTube and just take it to a film festival and see what happens. Yeah. You know, see. Uh, the old fashioned route. Just the old fashioned route. I've always wanted to do that and put it up on a big screen for, you know, yeah. 10, 15 people. Is sure. There, is the web series you guys working on? Is that, that's not horror? No, no, no. It's a, it's a sci-fi comedy. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Well, you guys are so funny. I, I, he's the funny one. Co- and I, Cody, I, I have to just kind of be there with yeah, him. Yeah, you're right. I should have been. I should have interviewed Cody. <laughs> you should have. Yeah. No, you're you're funny too, and you guys work well together. I mean, Cody's a gem, and you had, you didn't know you met Cody cold like the rest of us. right? Yeah, I, I interviewed him because he was the closest person to me. And yeah, I wanted to yeah. carpool. With, no, it wasn't necessarily that. It wasn't but, necessarily, but no, yeah. But, yeah, you were there because we, you were with me, right? Did you have to interview him? I next? interviewed him one time before that. Oh, you pre-interviewed yeah, him. Yeah, pre-interviewed him because he, li- he was living in Corona at the time, and that was yeah. a little bit closer. It's still far from still when far. I was living with my folks, but... Um, I met with him, and then you know, then he came and watched us the, eat at Chili's. Well, we made Cody mm-hmm. sit outside. Well, I went out to talk to him with JT and you. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, I, I think it might have just been might have been you and, and Cody. Yeah, might have been. Can't remember. A long time. I'll ago. have to get Cody on to yes. the whole story. But yes. th- we we this poor hundred ten pound <laughs> junior high kid uh, sitting out there looking in the window at at mm-hmm. nine of his. I don't want to say heroes, but nine people right. that he's a fan of. Right. Chowing down on chips and salsa and awesome blossoms and <laughs> crap. Yep. And I'm here in a suit going, all right, kid. And I was like the last thing I was like, you don't get starstruck, right, kid? No, I'm I'm good, Mr. Knapsack. All right. You saying Mr. Knapsack? No. Oh, I was going to say. Come no, inside. Get yourself some chips and salsa. He's, he's just a very, he's a very quiet person. He's very just to totally himself is. as well. 
And but that's that's kind of the thing about like I never yeah. I never could imagine that he would be like a writing partner to me, yeah. and we'd be doing these incredible projects. So yeah. it was it was awesome that it, it turned out that way. Now now it. that I could. You know, because I'm sure he gets. He, I drive him insane sometimes because sure. I'm always like, I want to do this web series. I would, and I get, you know, I get that probably from Christian a lot too. It's just like I want to do this. I want to do it. Like I want to just yeah. keep going and doing all these things. And yeah. I never want to stop. And sometimes I, I get a little carried away. Like we're going to do this web series. We're going to do it. No, yeah. you know what? Let's put that on hold. Let's let's do this Halloween fan film. Let's do that instead. How about that? So so you need someone like Cody to grab you, calm you down. Yeah, yeah. Because because gotcha. I he's a, he's a great writer. He really yeah. is. And um. You you know, he because he actually knows how to write a script too. Because yeah, yeah. I, I would, I would, I would write scripts and it wouldn't be formatted really well because I never learned how to write a script. And then I give it to him, and then he would just make it look pretty. All you have to do is get final draft. I know. That's yeah, all I know. You have to I, I do. Know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I, I'm the idea man. I like to be the idea man. Uh, that's fine. You know, yeah. when I wrote with Matt Key, he was more the idea man, mm. and I was the first draft man. And ah. then he, you know. I was like, all right, let me take your idea and get it down into three acts and mm-hmm. put it out there, and then you go make it uh, make it better, detail and everything. Like that. Right. So, so you guys, you and Cody got uh, you got some plans together. You yeah, got, you got a future as writing creative partners. Right, it's adorable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, I, it's just uh, you know, it's it's because we can right now. I know the guy's getting married, which is, yeah. is you know, I don't know how that's going to change in the in the near future. <laughs> um, but you know, there he's great. She's a great girl yeah. too, and uh, you know, I love those two. Yeah, so. You know, maybe we just try to like, hey, let's let's do some stuff just in case. If just you guys, in case. If you guys have a kid soon, that's going to <laughs> definitely change things. But uh, yeah. I don't know their plans on that. So. Yeah, well, I will ask him in person. Yes. Talking a little bit about Cody Hall. Well, Cabster Christian Rubicaba and uh, Flippy Flop Flop Shop and Shop to the Flip Flop and you don't uh, stop. My favorite. Your favorite. Yeah. Uh, you are uh, uh, you are a great young talent. We are happy to have on board and and Thank see you. you exceed us. And I do believe, much like a, a parent. He wants his child to do better than himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you are you. Since I'm almost as old as your father, <laughs> I can say I definitely have already think you've exceeded my work as the producer of the Schmoes, oh, and you. I believe you will uh, you will find yourself with a long career ahead of you. Thank you. Um, thank you. I appreciate while it. I am off at the Shady Oaks retirement <laughs> with Mark Ellis and Josh McCuga. Uh, though now the Macuga's uh, getting married, now we might have had married. to give up his room. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah. maybe, uh, maybe me and Beardo. Now Beardo's in love too. God, you're all in love. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's something else. We'll work on that. Yeah, yeah, we'll work on that. Well, uh, I want to appreciate you coming in uh, and on your day off and talking to me here. Oh, it's, absolutely. it's been long overdue. Uh, you were uh, you were good. Uh, tell everyone where they can find these projects, amateur amateur films, yeah. and wangers, and all that stuff. Well, first of all, thank you so much for allowing me uh, to come on and talk on this microphone with you. It's yeah. been something that I've been wanting to do for a very long time as well because uh, I'm uh, I'm still a huge fan. I still look up to you. I think uh, you are the funniest person on this. I appreciate everything that. that we do and everything. I, I've seen your stand up. In person, live, I love it. It's oh, incredible. You, you saw. I the, went to the Comic Con that you one. You saw year. the famous one that the last stand-up set I ever intend to do. Oh no, you got to do more. The first five minutes were horrible. At <sighs> least tell me. You have to be honest with me mm-hmm. and let me know the first five minutes of that set were rough. No, I, I think part of it is, and I don't mean to get off too too much yeah. on topic, but I think part of it is because I know you so well now yeah, yeah. that your humor sticks to me maybe than it, it wouldn't stick to anybody else. Right, right. Maybe. Right. And so, you know, anything 
anything that you that you do, whether if, whether it's subtle, intentional, unintentional, right. is it's going to be funny to me. Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Anyways, you have a lot of where where, where can they find you? Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at copster fifteen. I do the Wanger Show, which is on the SK Plus channel. You can also find that on the Schmoes No iTunes feed. Obviously, Schmoes No uh, every single Wednesday now at six p.m. PST. Yeah. Uh, every single Wednesday, um, a little bit earlier for you for you kids out there. And uh, yeah, whatever projects I've got, I've got going, I will make announcements on Twitter. I love I love teasing. I like making little teasers. I like yeah, uh, you're good at it. I like promoting stuff that way. Yeah. So um, you know, if you see something in the next couple of months, then you know that's what they'll be. And uh, if anybody ever asks about the next thirty for thirty, the John Roca one, it's it's coming. It's it's, it's going away. It's going to happen. So and and yeah, if you're a Schmodown fan, and we've gained a lot of new fans recently on Collider Videos Movie Trivia Schmodown, and you haven't gone back and watched the thirty for thirty parody mm-hmm. video of the uh, rise and fall of JTE. Mm-hmm. Uh, please do. It's one of the finest things uh, I've seen and been a part of. It's very funny, very smart, If you, especially if you're really into what we do on yeah. the Schmodown. So mm-hmm. do that. Uh, Copster Christian is uh, very good to have you in here. It won't be the last time. And Cody Hall, if you're listening, don't worry. Your time's coming. Yes. Beardo. Hold on for a little bit. <laughs> All right, guys, that's it for now. You can find the Knapsack Files on iTunes, Podomatic, and Stitcher. If you're on iTunes, subscribe, rate, and review. That'd be great. I do have a Patreon page. If you'd like to support, go ahead and support there. You get a free bonus show every, every month and uh, that's tailored specifically from Patreon suggestions and for you, the Patreon-only audience. So go check it out there. And find me on Twitter, at Knapsack, hashtag the Knapsack Files, to join the conversation and talk to me and Copster. So... For Cobster, for Cody Hall, who wasn't here but will be here, and everyone else. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.